This still makes me laugh, Al. Only Chris could come up with an open that has both Adele and the Looney Tunes music in it, and it both it both makes perfect sense. So thank you, Chris, for doing that. Thank you to everybody that's listened to Travis Lee over the last How year the hell or that so. that happened? It went pretty fast, didn't it? went pretty yeah, fast. When did we start doing five days a week? Uh, when basketball season ended. Right? Remember, because oh, yeah. we were getting preempted by the Lakers, and then once basketball ended, we went to uh, five days a week. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's it did, right. didn't, last, five much, didn't last very yep. long after the end of the season because they were out in the in the first round when guys were dropping like flies along the way. So it didn't it did not take long, Al. And I, I've been I'm working from home today, but yep. I do have my, my – the, the murder room is open, so I can see my front door. I can hear if there's a knock on the door because I figured – after Jorge got my Christmas gift that you'd want to make it right on our anniversary day and send me that bottle of wine, but I've not gotten a knock on the door yet. Yeah, that story's never going to end, man. <laughs> By the way, I saw you yesterday. I could have gave you Taylor's bottle still in the small studio. It's still sitting there <laughs> with a gift bag, and it says Taylor on it. Yeah, but I want the bottle of wine you got for me specifically because you put some thought into it, and I would like that. You know what I need? I actually need George to take a photo of what – I don't even remember what the bottle was. And I know – and it was specific for you. It was a Pinot right. Noir. Like, I right. got it. It was directly towards you. But I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, well, yeah. just go – Go. here's what you do. You go yep. to your local wine shop. Or you can even – by the way, most grocery stores have pretty good wine selection nowadays. You can even pop into the grocery store. Just I went go to, to, to that wine. top shelf. I went to Total Wine and More. Perfect. Great yeah. spot. No. So you can go in there, and the good stuff's up higher than the other stuff. Yep. So pick something off that top shelf and bring it in. I'll be fine. I'm not going to judge you. Do you ever try to negotiate like you're? Do you ever try to negotiate like at you, like almost as if you're at a uh, like a flea market or something? Hit me. Like you know, you're just at Total Wine. And it's like it's forty nine ninety nine. Like awesome. What if I give you thirty eight? Let's. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'll give it's you It's not the cash. jewelry mart. <laughs> you can't go in there and say, you know, uh, this ring is usually five grand, but you've got a really nice face, so we'll make it eighteen fifty. Thirty-eight out the door. That's what I usually say too. <laughs> cash. Remember like back- they're, they're, that's a sweetener to somebody like cash. Well, yeah, okay. The the four bucks in taxes I'm not going to have to pay on this really doesn't matter to me all that. And much. also, I don't actually have it fully in cash, but twenty four of it is in cash, and then we'll figure out the rest. Figure out the last Apple 14. Pay. We'll hit you with the <laughs> Apple Pay for the other 14. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Quick phone call here. Let's go to Long Beach and Patrick. Patrick, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Uh, thanks, guys, for taking my, my call. I have a couple quick points, if you guys don't mind. One, congratulations on a year. Um, I've been calling you both, Alan, since you, you started on, on the show and Travis since, since you started on the show. And I think this show for both you guys like really highlights uh, – your personalities and and it's you guys have become what Mason and Ireland think they are to LA, and and I think it's pretty awesome. Um, well, thank you for I hope listening. You guys aren't going Thanks anywhere. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Patrick. I don't know how to respond to that. I, that was it, pretty Mason, funny. Mason and I have been on the air twenty what twenty one twenty two years. I think they I think they've got a pretty good formula. I think it they're, worked for those guys pretty well. But I do like the their, their blueprints shade. working. <laughs> The little, the little way. quick, little shade that he dropped in there is pretty good. Now nah, it's been, it's been a good year, Al. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It's been, uh, it's been a year. I hope we get another one, and then another one after that, and then another one after that, and then maybe we can let you come back to a Rams game somewhere around year five. I think you that's guys, a good idea. I, I know what I'm. I know the next Rams game I'm gonna go to. Preseason. The parade? No, the preseason. <laughs> okay. They won't even well, let me in the see, parade. That's, that's, they won't even let me in the parade. <laughs> 
it's risky because if you go to the preseason, what if you like taint them for the entire year? The, this, the Rams at least were able to develop some winning habits through the first eight games of the season. Then you whammied them. It took a month to get rid of it. What if you showed up the preseason and you whammied them right out of the gate? So the, uh, the the person who offered me the tickets, I think I've told you this before, Brad Wallace, Wallace Firm, he's done a lot of work with the station over the years. He's the one that offered me the tickets. I went to that game against the Titans. He hasn't offered me anything since then. So just a heads up on that, Smart too. guy. Yeah, Smart I haven't guy. got – it's not like he's came to me a, a couple weeks later and was like, hey, we got this Jacksonville game coming up. Even the Jacksonville game, he's like, no chances from here. <laughs> yeah, we can't take any chances in this. Emily, what happened to your hat? You, you have your, your Rams T-shirt on. You got your Rams hat, and I just looked up at the Zoom and I noticed that your hat's gone. So I, I love my hat. I just am not a very much of a, a hat indoors person, so I was wearing it more for the bit, and no one acknowledged it, and so I took it off. No, I was what do you feeling, mean no one I told you I, I was, liked it. Uh, yeah, I know. I liked it. But I, I think that uh, it, it just it was getting itchy, and I uh, I just took it off. I'm sorry. And it's really hot in here, and Taylor won't turn, it down, turn the heat down. I'm blaming Taylor. And, uh, yeah, that's where, that's where we're at Emily in the studio right now. does not wear hats inside, but she wears... Uh, Gucci sunglasses. She has Gucci sunglasses on right yep. now. Huge shade. She always Gucci, if you, Gucci bag. Yep, the whole thing. The whole are thing. you an expensive sunglasses guy, Al, or are you gas station sunglasses guy? I'm not gas station sunglasses guy, but I, <laughs> I tell you, I had a pair of sunglasses for probably four years. They were Ray Bans, and I just really liked them. Like somebody can give me sunglasses as a gift. I'm like that's fine, but I'm going to go back to these sunglasses that I really like. I lost them, and the last that they the the fact that they lasted for that long. So I may get a good quality pair of sunglasses, but just keep them for a very long time. You either have them for four years, like you said, or you or they're lose gone them in four in weeks, eighteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're it's one or the other. You never have yep. them for like six months, nine months. They're either there for half a decade or they're gone within a week. Absolutely. I have a sunglasses story. So uh, right before I joined the show, so my birthday was in June. So I went out to New Orleans with my best friend uh, for my twenty fifth birthday. So we were out one night and uh, having a great time, and you know. Doing things you do in New Orleans, and so we were about to head home. And she, what? (laughs) Talking Saints. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, And so then we were um, coming back, uh, and she was freaking out because she couldn't find her Ray Bans anywhere. And I had sworn she left it in the hotel room. I was like, oh no, it's fine. She uh, freaks out. She makes us go back to every single bar. She makes us go ask people, and I'm like, this is like New Orleans. No one knows anything. Yeah, exactly. They're Ray Bans. They see them all the time. And she's freaking out. She's uh, telling our cab driver. I filed a police report. our cab driver to go back you know, all these places. You know, there's the non-emergency line and there's actual emergency line. I would no. call the emergency line. I wouldn't do the non-emergency. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Uh, I left my uh, sunglasses. I was at a bar. There was a lot going on. I had, uh, I had a couple drinks and then a pair of Ray Bans are missing. We did have three hurricanes that day, but anyway, we go back to uh, our hotel room and uh, her sunglasses were in the bag, like I told her. The entire time. So uh, don't get expensive sunglasses because they're just too much work. All right, Slee. So the Lakers didn't do anything. It, it To your point, it doesn't feel like they're going to do anything in the buyout market because why would someone – They're not an attractive team? destination. Right. Yeah, they're, they're under five – four games under 500 for the first time all year. They just Golden State really and Utah waiting. Yep. Golden State, and yeah. This is, it's more than likely that they will be six games under going into the All-Star break. 
Russ did not play for the first time all season after getting benched for the fourth quarter against Milwaukee. Didn't play against Portland. We have not had another game since, but what do you do with him the rest of If he doesn't want to be the guy coming off the bench, if he's frustrated with the role that the Lakers are presenting him at this point, what do you do? It, it, because it really does feel to me, if, if let's say the Lakers do lose these games. Let's say they come out of the break and lose a couple more, and they're 10 games under five hundred. Do you just say, you know what, this didn't work, let's just sever our relationship, we'll pay you, but we're done with this? I, yeah, I, I hate that as an option. I really, really do. And, and Russell Westbrook doesn't seem like the type of player. I mean, think about this. He missed, he's missed one game. You know what times we've talked about? Well, LeBron's missed X amount of games. Anthony Davis has been out. Yeah, if the there's reason one he thing, missed the game is very different. It was he didn't like what they were asking him to do. It could also have been, too, it's the trade deadline, right? And and you could have been working on some type of a trade potentially, and, and he could have gone, he could have been traded right before uh, the deadline. But I, if there's one thing you and I can praise Russell Westbrook for, and I think most Laker fans would agree with this, the dude shows up to work, right? Like he's not, you're not questioning whether he's going to be there no. on a night-in, night-out night out no basis. Question. So No question. It would go against what I think Russell Westbrook is, which is, I'm going to show up to work. I'm going to finish out the season. I don't know if it's going to happen. I would hate – I really would. I, I, I genuinely say this. I'd hate that he just decides or the team decides, you know what, this thing's not working. He's not accepting a different type of role that we're giving him. We told him we want him to come off the bench, and he's saying, I'm not going to come off the bench. I, I hope that he can kind of look at the rest of the season – hey, this thing is shot anyways. I'm going to make my $44 million either way. I'm going to make my 47 next year either way. Let's just – can we take the final 26 games, put our best foot forward? We know no one's going to get traded. We know no one's coming in to, to save this thing. I hope that happens. To, to answer your question, do I think that's going to happen? You know, probably not. You know, But I don't think Russ would be sitting the way John Wall is sitting for the Rockets. Rockets were doing that – because they wanted to develop young players. Lakers don't it. have young it, players that are going to develop. It's a different reason, but at the same time, and, and you're talking about what it should be, I'm worried about what it might be. What do you and think it will be? What, I, what, it, what it could be is a really toxic environment. Because what, what happened in the last week or so? What happened in the last week or so was the, the reports come out. And whenever you hear reports are, let me just give you a little bit of behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. These guys that are good beat guys, right? These guys that are embedded in their team, they have relationships with people inside the building. It could be players. It could be a trainer. It could be an executive. It could be, it could be anybody, right? But when these stories that inside the organization are saying this has been brewing for a while, somebody pulled one of these guys aside and said, look, this guy has been wearing us out for months, and we were trying to find a way to make it work. They're setting, they're setting it up. The only reason they say it is so when the thing that comes next, it doesn't feel like it came out of left field, right? It, there's, there's some traction to these stories. So when I hear trouble's been brewing and it hit its crescendo with the benching and him saying I wasn't out there and all these things, I think it's coming next. I think the next thing is we tried. It's He doesn't want to do what we're asking him to do. We don't want to ask him to do something that he's not thrilled with. It's a bit just it's we, we've re- irreconcilable differences, if you will, and we've decided it's best for all involved if we just go our separate ways. So nobody had, at least I don't feel like they had, issue with this. When they benched Russell Westbrook in that fourth quarter against the Pacers with a few minutes left, mm-hmm. I don't think people were coming out and saying, Coach, what are you doing? This is the worst decision you've no. ever made. When they benched Russell Westbrook in the four, in overtime against the Knicks, I don't think anybody was doing that as well. So 
I do think the situation from a public perspective, from a fan perspective, no one's really making this huge case of, well, you got to use Russ more. No, 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 well, Russ that. has got to. So the only reason why I bring that up is because if if Russ doesn't kind of follow suit to what the team needs him to do, then the team is really in no position to. There's nothing to lose by saying, okay, well, it's our it's our way or nothing. No, like I we're get not that. asking. I think you that's to what it's going to get to. I think that mm-hmm. because I don't think Russ cares what the fans think. I think that the Lakers realize that the general consensus is is that they're right to treat to use him the way that they want to use him. So I think it's just one of these. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but we're not doing what you want to do. So let's both walk away from this. All right. So Super Bowl Fifty Six, Al. Yep, it's around the corner. We're down to two days away, and I I'm kind of in that. Reminds me, you know, it reminds me of when I was eight years old. I had that free throw competition. (laughs) The Elks. How did you make? Did you take ten? Is it best of ten? No, I think it was. You made five. Is it ten or twenty? I want to say we took twenty. I didn't have a good night. I didn't have eleven. I think it was like thirteen. I didn't have a good night. It was like Dwight and I were the same. Dwight Howard and Alan Sliwa from the – do you have that thing where you, like, lock Actually, out di- all of your limbs and just fire it at the rim like he does? Well, this problem, I didn't have any – Dwight actually, his form's much better than most players right now. He actually has decent form out of nowhere. I was the – I didn't have a rhythm, you know. So, you know, you take two dribbles, quick little breath, and then go. I was three dribbles on one free throw, no dribbles on the other one. Left-handed, is my dad watching? Is my dad watching? Yep, he is. I, I just – it didn't go well. All right, so how nervous should we be for the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I think also one thing I need to do is get more furniture in my room uh, so I can put my pizza in different places other than the floor. Uh, but we got, we're going to double up with an Ask Slee here. We're going to start with producer Laura from Mason in Ireland and then Kaplan from Sedano Cap. Actually, Laura on Sedano Cap. Sorry, Laura. All right. Laura first. Hi, Travis and Sliwa. This is Laura, and congratulations on your one year. This is my Ask Slee. So, Slee, if you had to pick between keeping your relationship with Lady Slee or keep doing Lakers broadcast, which one would you choose? Tough one. And now here's Cap. All right, Travis and Sliwa, what's going on? This is Cap, and I want to wish you guys a very happy one-year anniversary. You guys are awesome. The show is great, and you guys should continue to have phenomenal success. Phenomenal. But I got a question here for Slee. So this is my official Ask Slee. Very simple, and yet very deep at the same time. Yo, Slee, what's your deal, man? That's my question. Sliwa. What is your deal, dude? So? I'm right there. Where do I go to? What, what do you want me to go first on, Trev? 
Um, cap first. No deal. That's the thing. Oh, that's not true. Everybody's got a deal. Yeah, I've got what, one. You've got one. Emily's def- got one. Taylor's define got deal. One. Define like, deal. What makes, I, you, what, what makes you tick? Like, what's your what's your thing? Like, what 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 are you about? Like, what well, when you, he says when he says your motor running. When he says what's your deal? Right. I'm assuming the question is more like. Uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I think what you get is like I, I'm not trying to be anything else, okay, right? I'll, so I'll it's like you, I'll, I'll give you my deal. Okay. Okay. My deal is I'm kind of a middle-aged dad who's a little bit mean, a little bit more often than I'd like to be, but I can't help myself. I kind of like it when bad things happen to bad people, which is probably a bad reflection of me. But that's kind of my deal, and I'm a pretty loyal guy. Except if I don't like you, then I'm going to do power moves because I don't feel great about myself. There's my right. deal. That helps a little bit. <laughs> um, this is part of my deal. Uh, I, I think I'm a hater on the Chargers. We know that. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I get a lot of joy when other teams lose. I don't know why that happens, but I have this happens with the Clippers and it happens with the uh, with the uh, with the Chargers as well. Uh, more of my deal. I think we're both on this one. Kind of like working. Like we're okay with just kind of the the work and the kind of grind on a day to day basis is what it is. And then the other part of it. You know still, what? T- still to be determined. Uh, Cap, I'm going to answer for Slee. I'm going to answer Slee's deal for Slee. That might be better. That he couldn't define his deal is his deal. I, I think it might, might be better. I think might that's be right the on best that. way of doing it. That he that he couldn't tell you what his deal is uh, makes it his deal. Emily, I want to go back to. I, I think that I was not potted up. I don't think you could hear me uh, at the beginning. So, well, I got to do Lara's one real quick. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Go ahead, my bad. So, I know the answer to this. What's the answer? It's Lady Slee. As much as you love the Lakers, you're not you're not cutting your relationship loose, right? I don't think. Maybe. Did I get it wrong? I think uh, – why do I have to choose? Can't I just have both? <laughs> I why, why do I have to choose here? That, okay. That you just answered, right, that, that you're not willing to choose, I, I shouldn't think, have to tells choose. you the answer. This is America. This is a free <laughs> I country. It, I could have it both ways. I can I vote Republican ways. one year and Democrat the next year. This is my damn yeah, country. Yeah, but you can't vote both ways at the same time. <laughs> In the same election, you can't. You gotta just make won't a choice. Work. They just won't use your ballot. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Hey, well, there, there's another of, of Slee's deals, Cap. That he just he wants he wants them both. He's not willing to just sp- plan a flag. Lakers, sorry, lady, beat it. Or as much as I love you, Kobe you and Shaq, Lakers, I'm gonna I, I I just I'm gonna have to go over here with Lady Slee. Make a call. Which one? You gotta pick one. Pay, pick one. Do it both. right now. Both. <laughs> See, there, there's your answer, Cap. That's that is deal. your answer right I'll take there. Take both of them. Emily, I figured something out about the floor pizza listening to because I hadn't heard it in a while. The actual conversation we had when we discovered the floor pizza. What's your what, deal? What, what you said, I told you. What, what you said there, I missed it the first time. You said you didn't want to have to go to the kitchen to get it, right? That it was right there. How hungover were you that day? <laughs> the, the, the trip from your bed to the kitchen was this trek, like mountainous journey that you were going to have to take. It was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's more of the thing where you, you, you're laying in bed, you roll over, your pizza's right there, and you put it back in your mouth when you're still sitting in bed. So that was one thing. Also, 
you know my roommate deal. So uh, my roommates, I don't want to actually have to go in the kitchen when I don't have to. So if I can just keep everything in my room, if I do. If your roommate saw a full <laughs> box of pizza in the kitchen, would she have a note on your room that's or on outside of your room that she says something would. like, "Hey, you should have put this in a Ziploc bag. It's taking up." a lot of the refrigerator like is, mm-hmm. is it one of those as well yeah, that she, also leads to this yeah she would uh do that she'd also ah. say oh you're taking up too much space in the fridge uh even if yep. you had a ziploc bag of stuff so that's uh that's i just take up too much space in my own home that's exactly what her deal is does she so, have does she have like is the fridge um is it sectioned off is yeah there so areas? there's like there's a, a level that's mine a level that's, that's hers i was joking yeah i was 100 joking but that's that's good to know so i I think what we're talking about here. I want to. I want to go back to Kaplan. I want, I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that. You know, it's okay to to have the Lakers be the second most important thing in your life, right? That you can have a relationship with another person that could be number one. Lakers could be like one A. Like, that was like, Laura's, not Caps. Yeah. Oh, you're right. But but it, no, it, that's the question. But that your refusal to answer is Caps. That your refusal to answer the question is is getting to the crux of your deal. Okay, pick one. You take your relationship. Period. Of There's, course, it's, it's a, it's there you a, go. It's a we got one. there. You take a relationship, but I, I would like to have both. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to continue to say. Well, this. Sure. I've lived my life being able to have both. I will continue to live my life ha- <laughs> to have both. Of course, which one's more important? It's your relationship. Well, depends. I mean, the Lakers. I could. I, I. If you throw the Dodgers in there for me, it is one of those. You take a beat, but you're like, yeah. I mean, we've built a life together, but I do like Mookie Betts. I, I, really, I really like Clayton Kershaw. He could, he could, he could win some of these games. I think, I think we're getting closer to the center of the bullseye. Um, don't call me on Saturday. I'm going to be out at Buffalo Wild Wings doing my show with Key and Kirk starting two o'clock. Burbank Buffalo Wild Wings. But you're going to hear a very nervous guy getting ready for that game. Slee, I'm going to be feeling a certain way heading into it. You should, and I say that because it's the freaking Super Bowl. Your your squad is in the Super Bowl. They're one win away from winning the Lombardi Trophy and doing it at SoFi Stadium. But you should also feel cool. good because your team is They're better. stacked. They're better. They're loaded. There's they no have... question about it. So I, I think you could feel both, right? But none of it – however, whatever somebody tells you, it doesn't matter because until they actually – you know, NFL, this is one of the, this is one of the most nerve-wracking things about the NFL. It's one game. You you have you make that one mistake in the NFL, it could be the difference of winning and losing. Obviously, in baseball, you have a bad night. You you know you, you get another game. Your pitcher gives up four runs. The bullpen comes in, gives up another three runs. You're playing again the very next day. <laughs> right. You don't do that in the NFL. Uh, so that but, that didn't help at all, Al. That made me feel worse. There's nothing I can say to help <laughs> when your team is in it and there it's the championship game. Of course, you're going to be nervous. You should be nervous. All right, Super Bowl Sunday right around the corner. What do we That's both why you think? should come be a Raider a, fan. We're hanging <laughs> no, I out. I we're can't. hanging I out, chilling. Nah, nah I'm, I'm all in. What are you going to do? That's coming up next. Travis Lee. for 40 days. Se- <laughs> 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, guys. True here... story, by the way. Mom, <laughs> just pack peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Let's keep it moving here. Uh, here's the last one uh, from our friends on other shows, uh, and it's from Ireland. Alan, on Saturday before gotcha. the Lakers-Knicks game, I called you and told you that I thought I was going to be out because of a COVID technicality, turned out to be true, and that you might have to do the play-by-play. Did you think that you were going to get to do it? And if you had to do it, could you have pulled it off? Okay, so let me give a little Let me give a little more to the story behind this, all right? So... I was in the middle of the pregame show. I think or I, I think the pregame show was just about to start and John hits me up. We chat and he's literally saying like, "Look, and he couldn't it was like vague details and I'm about to go start the pregame show, but basically Trav, it was you might have to do play by play." I'm like, "Okay." Um kind of played it calm, cool and collective. <laughs> but Trudell Maybe coming back, he's at Spectrum right now, so he might get down there uh, in time or whatever the case is. To be honest with you, I, I was fine either way. I felt like, okay, well, if if I need to do it, Michael is a pro's freaking pro. All I have to do is just lob a couple here and there. Michael's going to do 80% of the work anyways. Um, but I also kind of in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're so far from tip-off, I think Trudell's coming. See what I'm so- saying? So I wasn't worried about it. That That's really interesting to me because I think it's another piece of the puzzle to Kaplan's question. That's an incredible story. Why did you not tell me that? That, that you held this to yourself until it came out in an Ask Sleeve from Ireland? That's amazing. I, I would have been so into that story that you are in this nether region of deciding whether or not you're going to call an NBA game. Um, I'm assuming you've never done that before. I'm assuming that there was a lot of things going into that moment of, oh, hey, could, just flip this on. It would have been set. nice to have a little prep. It would have been nice well, to sure, get of course. a few hours in. Of yep. course. But if I said to you, Al, uh, guess what happened last night? Um, Joe Davis called me and said, hey, can you do the Dodger game in a half an hour? I think I might have mentioned that to you okay. the next day. And right. you didn't mention it. Right on the here's, anniversary, I find out that you're holding back. This is a, here's the thing. Th- this is a bad way to end this, quite honestly. Here's the thing. Nothing happened, so there was nothing it's to say. It's the story, Al. It's the it's story. Not like, it's not like I had to sit here it, and tell it, you that I did happened. the first quarter. Or it's not like I had to sit here and say, hey, bad four guy. minutes into the game, Trudell bad came guy. and said, hey, wow. Al, can you get out of the seat here? I'm just going to sit here quietly. I, I just, I'm done. This is our, 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 our first anniversary. Take will probably personal be here. Our last. Yes. 
Yes. That this is an awesome story. When did your deal change? My deal didn't change. This is a great story. This is great content. And that you didn't bring it to the table is crushing me. I can't believe it. This is terrible, terrible news. Did not know. You were within, what, a half an hour, an hour away from calling an NBA game? He was coming. (laughs) He was coming from Spectrum. We hadn't started pregame yet, so (laughs) the chances were pretty likely that he was going to get there in time. Oh, man, I really wish you would have got a chance to do that. You, By the way, I think it would have done all right. I, I really do. Having heard you do a little bit of the um, the Laker color, color it's so very different. different. It's very it's different. I understand. Different. Yep. But you are prepared. You know the team. You know the league. I would have very much liked to hear that. You in, know what would have happened? Despite how disappointed I am you didn't tell me about it. You know what would have happened? I would have uh, done maybe 10 seconds and then Michael – Go ahead, Michael. Do your thing. <laughs> what do you think about that one, Michael? LeBron misses. What do you think, Michael? Anthony Davis away, with Michael. the dunk. What do you think, Michael? Hey, that there, would have been fine. You know been, what that's uh, called? Yeah. It's called being a generous broadcaster. It's it's letting the other guy have a little space to do his thing. You would have been perfect at that. Well, Michael, Michael at times will do more when John wasn't there. I mean, remember when everybody was getting hit, right? Every other day it was like, okay, well, this person's out, or John is going to go do the TV broadcast because Bill McDonald's out. Michael will do a little play-by-play. Like, and, and just you can almost like see like he enjoys doing it. It's sure. kind of a different scene for him or whatever the case is. I should have shared that with you. You're right, That's I should have shared that with you. great story. It's a great story. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, all right, so they just put it up on Twitter a minute ago, and I didn't know this. You and I picked the final score exactly the same for the Rams game. You and I have exactly the same final score going in. Really? Tell me, yeah, we both have 34-24 Rams. We both have them winning the game by 10 points. We both have the exact same total. How did you land on your spot? So the spread's four and a half. Uh, first of all, I just think the Rams are a better team, period. I and I, I think that, you know, the path at the Bengals, you cannot say, oh, well, they got lucky. No, they went at Tennessee. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They went back. Give them all the credit in the world. You know when you just feel like a squad, like this is their year, and this didn't happen before the playoffs started. I think some of this just, oh, wow, so they went to Tampa, and the way they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, so they hadn't beat the Niners in six games in a row, but in the most important game by far of any of those six games, the chance to represent the NFC, they came back in the fourth quarter, down 10, and, uh, and, and end up winning the game. I think things are just falling along the line of this looks like a Super Bowl championship team. Forget the team for a second. You got a quarterback that is in his 13th year in the NFL. You got Sean McVay who already tasted defeat in the Super Bowl, and there was a couple years in between that I think he could correct a lot of his wrongs. Um, And then personnel, just everywhere you look, it feels like they they, they don't have really a weak spot. That's how I got to my conclusion. I I don't think it will be a one-score game. We'll I don't either. I, I think that it's a more than one score game as well. And that's kind of where I started with it. You said something that I have not heard very many people say, but I completely believe. We've talked so much about, hey, Joe Burrow, right? He's Joe Cool. He's brand new on the scene. Maybe it's meant to be. They, they, you know, they're the team of destiny. They're not supposed to be here. Blah, 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 right? You just said it, though. The Rams are the team that feel like the team that's got everything to go their way. And not that just through pure luck, but think about what had to happen. They have a really tough loss on the last day of the season that drops them from two to four and the mood around the city was damn damn 
You know, they're, they're, they're that loss the could be the difference. That of, loss yep. could be the difference. But mm-hmm. they go and they take care. They get a really good draw with Arizona. You couldn't – of all the teams in the playoffs, no better opponent for the Rams in that first round than Arizona. And they tune them up. And they it, spank them. It, it's em. a good yep. look. They spank them. Then they go to play Tom Brady. They don't have to go – to Lambeau. San Francisco does them a favor. So they catch a little break in the schedule because San Francisco upsets Dallas. They turn the ball over four times on the road against Tom Brady and win. That's not supposed to happen. That's not the way that these things are supposed to go. You come back home and playing on what is virtually a neutral site at the point because it's San Francisco again, a team that's beaten you six times in a row. You're 10 points behind in the fourth quarter. And you find a way to win and be in the Super Bowl in your home stadium with a quarterback that led you there after you made the – the Rams are the ones that are writing the movie. This is this is the movie script that's far more traditional than what we see about teams that are supposed to be there. This Rams thing had to break a hundred ways the right way for them to be where they are. I feel great about where they are as far as the football, but just the storyline itself feels really good too. I think you know you and I spent some time. I can't. I can't remember if it was earlier in the week or it was last week where it was. All right, let's just say hypothetically, you're the Cincinnati Bengals, and you lose in the Super Bowl. Good game. Let's say you lost thirty-four twenty-four. What do you think of your season? Mm-hmm. You're you know that that plane ride home. Yes, you're incredibly disappointed. Yes, you wanted to win a Super Bowl. Damn, we got this close. But there's also probably a feeling of what an amazing year. Look what we just accomplished when nobody, nobody expected us to get this far. Look how stacked the AFC is. Look at all the great quarterbacks that are sitting in the AFC, and we represented the AFC. They're probably going to think in their mind, we're going to get more cracks at this thing. We're going to get more opportunities. If you're the Rams and you lost that game 34-24, the conversation is so much different. So I think there's almost some desperation with a team that knows that um, it is their time. They have gone through losses. They have individuals who have either been in the Super Bowl of loss. There's an incredible amount of experience. Matthew Stafford, how long he's been in the league. I think that matters. And to me, I almost feel like that's going to be part of the difference as well. All right, let's go to uh, today's stat hero of the day, uh, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford could be the first L.A. Ram quarterback to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I'm reading that uh, correctly here. So, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. He better become the first guy because I was going to say, we got a big problem. <laughs> better be that. Um, yeah. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 100% deposit match. Is the spread stay the same? Is it four and a half? I, I haven't looked today. It was four and a half yesterday. Um, but look, if Matthew Stafford does not throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl, the Rams aren't winning the game of course because you're not, not you're not going to get four touchdowns on the ground. I don't think. Maybe you get a defensive score, a couple of rushing scores. No. Maybe there's you, a trick you, play. No, I, your I don't boy's got to throw a couple TDs. Of course he does. You could be one. You could win with one, but it, it can't be zero. I, I think that the zero and the one; those are the numbers, right? It's like a it's literally binary. It's zeros and ones. Zero interceptions, you win the game. One or more touchdowns, you win the game. If you flip it. If you have an interception, I don't know. It's kind of a 50-50 shot at that point. If you have more than one interception, nah, I don't love it at all. But as far as touchdowns go, he's going to have to. Well, based, he has to. Based on how he's played so far in the postseason, remember Mike Martz, too, last week saying that like all that. of this is on Stafford's shoulders. Yep. You think he only needs – I mean, i got to have a couple touchdown passes. I, I, no, right? I think if he has one, I think he's fine. Because they're, they're, they could be on the goal. They could be one of those first and – 
you know, first and goal situations from the two and they run it in. Sure. They could have uh, they, they could have a defensive touchdown. You, he's got to have one for sure. But you, he could throw for 300 yards and have one touchdown pass. That, that could absolutely happen. But he's going to have to get one for sure. Well, I think the uh, over-under on him is one and a half going into the game, actually, on, on touchdown passes. That's one of those. And to start off, we're going to do what we didn't get to in the show today, which was mine and Taylor's Ask Sleaze. Love it. So uh, I'm going to go with Taylor's first. So here's Taylor's. I'm going to play it right now. Hey, Slee. Taylor here. How long do you wait before you throw away your Christmas cards? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, not very long. I think by January 1st, we're good. We did our we, we did everything. That was I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you so much. The ones that are... Very, very meaningful. You keep what, however long you want to keep those. But the ones that are just kind of uh, run through the emotion. Hey, let me send a couple photos with kids, and then. So I have a question for you. Uh, do yep. do you display them? Because sometimes people put them on their their mantle, or they'll, they'll, they'll hang them up, or put them on a bulletin board. Do you do any of that? Um, I do not. Okay. I do not so, display them. No. I had a feeling that was the answer. So why wait till January first? Why not open it? Oh, look at the Smith family. They look like they're enjoying their time down at the beach yep. this year. Why not pitch it then? Why leave Just it on the, the coffee Just because the man table upstairs, the man upstairs is watching. You know what I mean? I feel like Santa? he he also knows by January first. Okay, that was the right thing to do. <laughs> All right. So, Slee, I got two. I got two Christmas cards for me this year, and I saved the one that was actually yes meant for me. <laughs> And uh, you also got Travis's. It didn't lack originality. It was actually a very sweet note. Just want to let you know that. Apparently, apparently Thank mine did. Thank you. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I have mine, and you guys will be proud of me for mine. Uh, you'll see why. Hashtag Ask Slee from at Emily Hebel. First time, long time. All right, Slee, I've lived here for six months now, and so I'm finally ready to ask you some traffic-related questions. So, yes. when you're on the 110 around the Highland Park, Pasadena area, do you ride in the right lane and just hope no one pulls out on you on those very dangerous on-ramps? <laughs> or do you ride the left lane going about 80 just because you can? Hashtag Ask Slee. Love traffic questions. Emily, uh, I go left lane, but there, the right lane is key. It's critical because you need the right lane at times to get back in the left lane. Cause He's got to avoid the left right lane altogether. So for at, at times there are people just out of nowhere. They're sitting on the left lane. They're going they're going 59 miles per hour, Trav. Those that's even more dangerous on that freeway because there's sure. only two lanes there. No, I, that that freeway and those on ramps there are about what 10 feet long. Yep. <laughs> there's there's no room. It's the first freeway built in Los Angeles. It, it was the very first one. So this is back in I think the 40s when your people are driving Packards and things like that. So they're driving tanks. So you could pull in in front of each other and smash into the demolition derby. Uh, was not was not a yeah big not deal. safe. I want to start uh, the dump with this, Lee. This show was your idea. I would like people to ex I would like you to explain to the listeners how you came to the conclusion to uh suggest doing this show with me. Um okay, so we'll, we'll make it as quick as possible. Amanda had come to me after remember there were some lineup changes and during COVID I was doing my own show. Remember I was doing my show it was like 6:30 to 9 p.m. It was something like that. Yep. And I was doing my show for a while. And then after that, that show ended, basketball came back. I, I was no longer doing a show. Cap was doing his show in the evenings now and everything else that was trickling down. 
basketball season I think was coming to a close. We're getting pretty close to it. And the idea and the concept was, hey, what do you think about going back and doing your evening show? I, I, I got, To be honest with you, I, I really, really wanted to try something different. Um, I think, you know, you look at all the shows right now, there's two people doing it. Uh, obviously, Sedano and Cap working together, Mason and Ireland working together. It seems like it's so much easier and funner to do shows where you can do it with somebody. And, Trav, I've known you at the station. I know we don't know each other all that well before we started doing a show, but I know you. I know your style. I know who you are. So I threw the idea. First, I actually came to you and said, if, would you be interested? And you said yes, then went to Amanda. If, do you think we can make this work rather than just do it solo? And, you know, all parties were good to go, and we got this bad boy started. Absolutely, which brings us to the final Ask Slee of the day, which I have for myself, which is hashtag Ask Slee. Did you think we'd be here a year ago today? <laughs> Honest? Yes. Really? Yeah, I did. All right, good. So tell, what's happening next? What's the next year then? Because I went into it with a, yeah, who the hell knows? We'll, we'll see. I hope so. But I've been doing this way too long to think that anything's going to last for forever. Well, I don't, I'll tell you why. A week, a month, a year? Give me the, give me the crystal ball. I'll tell you why. And by the way, it could – you're right. In a year, something could completely have changed. But I think you're willing to take your chances or roll the dice because, Trav, it's not like you're you know not committed to the show. It's not like you're not watching any sports and say, oh, let me wing it when I go do it. It's like I, I knew both you and I both love sports. And as big as you are with some of the other sports, I might be bigger in the NBA side, kind of complements each other. And also doing the show with you, it's like, all right, you also realize that it's not just sports. We're we're just kind of talking for three Hot dog hours rather than just and, uh, breaking bringing, everything uh, down. Uh, what was it, shawarma to lunch in the sixth grade? Which, by the way, I think I think every school should implement that. That sounds really good. If you told me, hey, there's shawarma over there, or you could have the sloppy you could have joe. ramen. You could <laughs> yeah, have ramen no. over there. Yeah, let's make it like the Central Market, right? Let's 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 go out there and have Grand Central little, Market. Li- That's right, awesome. Little little boutique uh, eateries along the way. That sounds very very good. Um. Thank you to everybody that listens to this show. You know, obviously, if you guys don't, we don't have a show. So thank you to everybody that participates in Ask Slee and top six show, top six show at the station, right? Top now. six for sure. Taylor is is a new addition to our world, and he's been great. And Emily, of course, came in here, and Emily did something that's pretty pretty damn impressive. She moved across the country knowing right. nobody nobody and went yep. to work with two guys she didn't know from two strangers on the street and came in and has made our show much much better so just for thank you guys. to everybody that has been a part she of thought this. we were idiots before she still does so yep. that's that part's that means we're doing uh, a good job working. that means we're doing a good job it's super bowl sunday al and i are all over it on a super monday i am hoping we're having a party i am hoping we are celebrating and i don't even want to say the other thing al mason and ireland coming up next we'll see you on monday go rams